Welcome to Agents of the Brokerage Podcast. I am your host, Todd Back, and today we have our first guest on the podcast, Mr. Ryan Hilliard. Ryan, how are you, sir? Todd. Todd. How are you feeling? I'm good, man. It's good to be here with you, and I'm honored to be guest number one. Well, you know, the whole point of this podcast is we want to get to know our agents just a little bit better. Maybe find out a few little secrets that you have, a few, you know, things around town that you like, how you got into this business, and, you know, we're just going to dive right into it, Ryan. So, give me the scoop, man. Why did you get into real estate? Todd, I just, you know, I, I had been in, um, I'd been in a couple careers that, that I thought, you know, you get out of college You've got to do what your degree is in. You got to do it. You got to say, you know, I had a business administration degree from UK and I thought I've got to do something like that. And I had a marketing minor and I thought, you know what, if I don't do that, then why did I spend all this money on this college thing? You know? And so anyway, I went to, fair enough, went went to work at a couple of uh, marketing firms to start, which were great experiences. Um, that went on to work at it was recruited to work at a TV station in their digital sales department. Oh, so I was in their digital ad sales department. So imagine I'm I'm like little bro of the little bro because wow. I'm I'm not selling TV. Yep. I work at a TV station, right? And so we're like I'm like little little bro, which I didn't know what I was walking into at the time. Yeah, but it was a great experience. It got me the itch for like being outside and being with people and not just being in a static office space, yep. which is where I was. Uh, previously, you know, in the, in the prior four years. And, um, uh, during that time we began to look for our, our own home and we thought, you know, Rachel, my wife and I, and we thought, um, we, we used a really, really quality agent when we worked, when we did it, uh, really loved her work ethic, loved how she did a lot of things and, uh, she might be watching right now. Uh And so I'll be, I'll be very careful, but (laughs) I'm still a big fan of her if you're watching. (laughs) Still in the business and still work with her uh, throughout the year. So, um, her and the mortgage lender that we were working with actually uh, said, "Hey, man, we think you'd be good in this thing. You know, you ought to try this out." And uh, that was 2011. Newly, sorry, 2012. Newly married. Wow. Newly, uh, and I thought, man, this commission only thing sounds like a terrible idea. And uh, and hindsight, it's it's. You know, it's a big jump, but it's not what you think it is. And you just jumped right in 2012. So 12, we started taking the classes, got in at the end of 13. Yep. Uh, I was taking night classes while I was still working at the TV station I was at. And, um, you know, it was that was a great experience in itself because I'd, I'd work from 830 to 530 in kind of the office, in a little bit of the office, out a little bit. And then you'd, I'd go straight to these night classes from six to 10. Oh boy. And my brain was just goop Woo. and all that real estate law was just treating me. Well, treating me. the, the fact that you were in a, an office environment for, for years makes me, I, I feel for your, uh, the other people in the office. Cause, <laughs> cause my man here is, is active. He likes being on the move. And so, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that happened in 2012, 2013. Yeah. So, Give me, so, all right, so you've been in the business about five years, yep. five to six. Yep. And there's so many ups and downs in real estate mm-hmm. that other other realtors know this, the mm-hmm. public probably not so much, mm-hmm. but 
it's a roller coaster, ups and downs, and nothing is guaranteed. Yep. So tell me, man, look, what what keeps you in this business? Because it's a crazy business, and what what keeps you in it? It, it is. It's. I mean, it's a wild business. Like just like you said, you can start your day on the highest of highs, and you can end your day and think, why in the world would I subject myself to this? You know? Yes. And it, that's. That can really happen. Someone told me that when I first got into the business, and I didn't believe him. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm having a fantastic time. Wasn't making any money, but it's great. So, um, you know, what keeps me in it really is is that I see it as a true service to people. I, I know that realtors from time to time get a bad rap for they think we're, you know, we're here to do very minimal and collect a check. Yep. Couldn't be the opposite of the way I view it. I view it. You, we really provide value for our clientele. We, uh, play more of an advisory or consultative role. Um, so I love getting to be able to be out with the general public every day. No day looks the same, which as you said, from my personality is like the job yes. and, and I love it. And so, uh, that keeps me involved. Uh, the people I get to work with, you know, it's so nice. You get to work with some really fun and interesting people that I would have never met if I was not in this career. And so I really enjoy that aspect of it. I walk into a meeting and I'm like, you know, who are these people? What are we about to go to? And I'm always yeah. thinking all these thoughts. And then by the end of it, you, you heard a little bit about their life story. You hear about this home they've raised a family in or that they've, uh, you know, done a lot of life in and means more to them than you could ever imagine. So it's pretty cool. So, I'll say this because, you know, Ryan is one of the most modest uh, and humble people I know. But, you know, Ryan, he had an amazing 2018. He finished in the top 1% of all realtors. And there's 3,500 of us here in central Kentucky. So, yes, math quiz. That's the top 35 agents in Lexington in central Kentucky. And you were one of them. And so, first off, congratulations on an awesome 2018. And my question to you is, so you get to work with a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? They're yes. making their, their, their largest decision that most of them will ever make. Yes. And like what, and you kind of touched on it, but just to go, like the favorite aspect of, of being, being a realtor, doing what you do, like what do you just, what do you love doing? Like what's the, yeah. what's your favorite thing? Uh, I'll attack that question. And first of all, thanks for the compliment. I still think those numbers are debatable. I don't know where you pulled them from. They're but I'll, I'll accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. And um, I'll give you two scenarios. The things that I really live for in this business that are just fantastic are a couple of things. Uh, one is when you've been working with a buyer for a season of life. It's like you go into this relationship with these people for, let's say, six months if you're working with a buyer. And you may be in a relationship with some for a month. You may be in a relationship with others for years, mm -hmm. but um, you don't know what you're entering into. They don't really either. Uh, you ask for their commitment and their trust. And it, finally, one day you get to call them and you say, you got it. This, oh, is, this house is yours. The is, offer is accepted. That is, the And they are, they are just ecstatic, especially these first time home buyers that I'm blessed to work with a lot of times. You know, they are just, they, they're beside themselves. And it's just, that's just fantastic. It's just, that's so much fun. And what other, a lot of times it's at 10 o'clock at night, which is what people don't know. Yeah. You know, we're making that call at 10 at night. 
they're sitting on pins and needles trying to watch a show and not thinking about anything else. But I live for stuff like that. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, the competitive side of me really loves that. If it's what in our current market is like a multiple offer situation, then I just lose it. So I'm just, I probably cry a little too. I'm probably about to cry. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> keep it, keep it, take a break, take a breather. So, all right. So that's your favorite aspect, yes. but we all know yes. that there's the other side of things. Mm. And so mm. what, is, what is your, and I know, I know my answer for this easily, yeah. but your yeah. least favorite aspect oh, yeah. of being a realtor, yeah. especially in today's yeah. market, like right, right. what's your least favorite where, it's, and sometimes it's stuff that's out of our control, right? Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. but what, what, what's your least favorite? Well, I, a couple things, uh, you know, one is a little bit of mix in with my last comment was that I was calling somebody at 10 o'clock at night. You know, there's, there's a time uh, I'm a family man. I've got two kids and a wife and there's a time when it's got to be turned off. And, um, in this business that doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. And, um, especially in our, the, uh, in like a spring market where we are right now, it's April of 2019. Things are going good. Lexington's a great place to live. Folks are excited to be here, excited to, you know, Lexington's getting a lot of great PR. So yeah. we're so fortunate that that's all happening. But, um, for me, well, and a part of that is just our, all, uh, all of us are so connected. The connectivity of, uh, the folks I work with is, you know, like it's never been before. And they know that I'm on and yep. they know that I'm just as hyped as they are. Are they, <laughs> at least I think I am because I'm, I'm really, you know, me, I get a little hyped up, but, um, so, so that would be one. Uh, the other, the other side is just, you know, the general, there, there's general ups and downs that come with a commission only job, but it's, it's nothing that you can't, there's going to be seasons in this business where you have time where you feel like, man, I just can't do anything right. I'm yep. just not doing like, what am I doing? Yep. And, uh, it just happens. Yep. Everybody gets in ruts. Yep. And so, you know, I would encourage folks, if there's folks listening that are in real estate and you're in one of those ruts right now, you know, there is, there is somewhat of a feast or famine going on and it's, it's just kind of where yeah. we're at right now. And, um, but that, that's probably it, but yeah. I, there's very few days yeah. where I go home and lay my head on the pillow at night and think, man, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I freaking love it, this stuff, man. It, And I'll tell you for me, just to, to share it with you and, and for anybody, uh, listening to this or watching mm -hmm. this is that, man, the one thing that it's just, it's part of it. And I've been in it, you know, for 13 years, mm -hmm. it's this, there are some things that are just out of our control yeah. that we cannot manage yeah. and they can sometimes make or break a, a transaction, you know? And sometimes it's, it's, it's terrible stuff. Like someone loses yeah. a job yeah. and now they can't get the loan, which then require, yeah. then that, that deal falls apart. And then those people yeah. that were buying it, they, and it's just a domino effect. Right. And it's just, it's out right. of all of our control. Yeah. And we just, we do the best we can to put our, our, our clients in the best position yeah. possible. But sometimes there's things that, man, it's life. And it's, it's just, life. it reminds you that there, there's a bigger picture and yeah. it's just, you got to come at it with a different perspective you, or yeah, yeah. You, you may not make it too long you, you in it, this bro. business. Yes. No, you, you hit that on the head. But okay, so let's go back to to 2013, mm -hmm. and I'm going to call this day day one, Ryan, yeah, the realtor. Yep. What knowing what you know now, mm -hmm. if you could go back and talk to that day one Ryan about this business that he's about to embark on, what would be either like the one piece of advice that you would give day one? Um, that, you know, now, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's a great question. I think 
Well, one, day one, Ryan had a lot more hair, and he was a lot skinnier, and man, he looked good. <laughs> so I look back at my, you know, I want to be that realtor that goes back and, and like the 2030 in this business, I'm going to go back and put my 2013 picture see, on. But <laughs> yeah, so you, you will be the one that has the, the, the photo from 2012, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, is this you? <laughs> Like, yeah, we're gonna meet this bald guy and be like, "Bro, <laughs> what am I looking at?" <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, the biggest thing for me, we talk a lot about about it a lot. In this. <laughs> sorry. sorry, that's so good. We talk about it a lot in this business, but you know, you, there's a lot of training that goes into it. A lot of places that you can go work and give you a lot of. You know, uh, hey man, we're going to train you in this and this and this. And I will tell you, I had some of the best one-on-one training that you could have ever got in real estate for, for a, uh, for a season. You know, those first six months, um, when I started, I had a one-on-one guy that trained me like every, every other day we were getting together for a couple hours and it was, it was phenomenal. And, uh, cause it was real world stuff. You go to real estate school, you learn, some of these terms you're going to use about maybe 10% of yeah. those like real life business. And, uh, so for me, what I would tell Ryan day one, uh, would definitely be that, that it was outside of that training would be that you have got to, got to, got to communicate incredibly well, because as you said, it's their biggest, uh, investment. It's also one of the most stressful times in their life. And then you have to give really good expectations. And you have to be able to deliver bad news. Yeah. That's what I, I, I was. This has uh, changed me in a way of my wife and I talk about it, that, man, I was such a softy about giving anybody bad news or doing anything like that. And the bad news is mostly stuff like you said. It's all out of your control. It's yeah. not stuff that's like, you know, you, you've. I could rein it in or something. You know, it's completely out of our control. Someone loses a job or there's a. You know, for some reason, there's a credit card debt somewhere you didn't know about. Just stuff like yep. that. And um, so I would say, one, communicate effectively and it, more than you think. If you think you're communicating well, communicate more. Yep. If you are uh, giving expectations, give very conservative expectations and make it where it's like, hey, you know, this is even maybe not as good as I expect it to be. But here's what you need to think is going to happen. And then just, yeah, be able to deliver news that sometimes you don't want to deliver and make that call fast. You've been there. That's such great advice, man. That is, that's spot on. That is it. And I've uh, met with one of our uh, new agents this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be the, the newest agent, mm-hmm. like literally the newest to the broker and to the brokerage. And I, yeah. and I told him, I said, man, and you know, even though there's only six hours required of you at Elbar. I was like, I would go to one class a week and I was like, I'll go through the the sheet with you of the classes I would go to. And Mm -hmm. I was like, go and learn as much as you can because real world stuff, a lot different than passing that test to get the, and it's, mm. so Mm. on this, now this could go a lot of different ways. I'm sure you've had a lot of, of memorable moments in your real estate career and I'm sure some are. Some are good, some are bad, some are funny, yeah, some are yeah, sad. Yeah. But give us like what's what's one what's the most memorable however you want to take that that, that has happened yeah. in your career. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing this. This is I might treat you with something good oh, here. We'll yes. see. So uh I had set up a, a showing this was probably 
I'd say like 2015 or something, four years ago or so. And it was on a nice house. It was on a house that had been um, put into an estate, and there was still someone living there at the time. So I, I called the person that was in control of the estate. They were living. There was a guy living there. Told me when he was going to be gone and set up a showing for these really excited first time home buyers. <laughs> and um, you know, it told me where the key would be. They'd hide a key for us. Everything would be great. It was on one, probably no joke, probably one of the top five like most desirable streets in Lexington. Oh. And it was a house that had been. Probably it hadn't been let go, but it had just been lived in and not really updated. And mm-hmm. It was fine. And uh, while we're sitting in there, we get into the kitchen. Everything's going great. An alarm clock goes off. Oh boy! And I'm thinking, oh, that was interesting. I don't, I don't know. Surely nobody's home, right? Right. Um, five minutes go by. Alarm clock goes off again. Oh no! And we're in the kitchen. We're like, <laughs> Man, you know, we're thinking this is a nice house. This is great. Here comes old boy out in his underpants. No. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Old boy comes out in his undies oh, no. at Alpha late night. And he's, uh, granted, this is like four in the afternoon. You know, this oh, is like boy. early evening. Oh, boy. And comes out in his undies, walks right in, grabs a water, says, well, guys, I'm really sorry. And he, <laughs> he just walks right out. <laughs> And so you, you know that that may not be the best of the best, <sighs> but it it was a great time. Did we they, still did they get the house? They didn't pursue the house. Okay, uh, I think they had to. There's a lot of visual aspects that <laughs> oh. went into the continuing thoughts of the house after that. <laughs> but they, uh, and I'll say, hey, the guy, the, you know, the guy looked pretty good. He did, he did good. He was probably you know 65 or something. He looked, oh, okay. he looked good. Nice. He, he's wearing some fruit loom wide no, well, you know i mean he's just but waking up just waking up man four o'clock See, that's why that's but they don't put that on million dollar list no. <laughs> they don't that doesn't make the cut uh that so did, that didn't make the cut but <laughs> it, love it. it's one of probably a hundred that i could tell you but that one always resonates with me because i and these were close dear friends of ours and uh we still talk about it to this day it's, so and on that point, why communication is so key, mm-hmm. I know recently, and there's nothing when you, you schedule a showing, you yep. got it confirmed, yep. and then you go to the house, you ring the doorbell, and you, you know, through the, the stained glass, you can see someone rustling around, right. and there's three dogs, and you're just like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then you're like, hey, Todd back with the brokerage. Did, did you know we, we were confirmed to a showing? Yeah. No, didn't know a thing about it. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, all right. Okay. We're here. Yeah. Can we take a look? Yeah. So can we give you five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, so it's, there's never a dull moment in what we do. So, okay. Now doing what we do, Mm -hmm. we are a lot of places. We're, we're driving all over town. We're going into other, you know, places I've got, I've born and raised in Lexington and I still see places that I've, I've never been to. And it's, it's always interesting. So some of your favorites, mm. Mr. Hilliard, mm. like what are some of your go-to just spots to visit, to eat? And you're, you're a low key. If you guys follow Ryan on, on social media, you, you'll know he, he, you a little bit of a foodie in bit. you and I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm happy. Bit, yeah. A little bit in there. I come to you for, for, for reviews. So what, what's some of your you know favorite places, spend time just around, around town? Like what's, what's some oh, yeah. of your spots? Man, that's a great question. I, you know, Lexington in the last, gosh, what, ten, probably 10 years has yeah. just taken off in terms of the food scene and, and coffee scene and everything else. So, um, 
Rachel and I are undercover foodies. Yes. Yeah, we, we love a hot date night and we love to find, we try a lot of new spots and we are guilty of not being incredibly loyal to a ton of spots. So, uh, I will give you our most recent favorites and mm. then we'll kind of, we'll kind of go from there. Perfect. But, uh, I would say number one, if you're going to go, we'll go dinner. We're going to go a little breakfast. We're yep. going to go, uh, we're going to mix it up. Maybe in just a chill spot, like you said. Yes. Some of those places that you just got to go to if you live yes. around Lexington. So, go. Uh, dinner. Yep. Corto Lima. Oh. Which is a no doubter for us right now. Classic. Rachel grew up in Albuquerque. And so she's what I would call a Mexican food snob. Oh. Yeah. And All so right. It, hard to please. Go, Rachel. Go, Rachel. Rachel, though, is a Corto Lima fan. Okay. And uh, I love it. Some of the best guacamole in town, best food presentation. You're not going to kill the budget to go there so all around check 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 now do you do you have to get a reservation there or can you just show up that's a tough one you know we the last few times we've we've been opportunists and just gone at the right time we you know with kids you kind of go out to dinner at like five o'clock i'm over for four <laughs> with lauren she'll laugh yeah we're we're over for for, for cortoline yeah yeah it's which, a running joke now which is fantastic i which, know my Spanish is not great, but I believe that means short and lime, and it's at the corner of short and limestone. So, I think I've figured out the main reason. For there you that. go, good. But uh, and that's in one of those locations, Lexington. We all know has been like probably five things yep. in the last ten years. For but sure, I, that one's got staying power. I love it. So good one there, Corto Lima um, Coffee Shop. Part of my weekly routine is okay. I get a little bit of uh, I get a little bit of rest and journaling done. A mm. Cup of Commonwealth, oh. which is not a not the most, uh, I'd say, you know, underground spot anymore. But Sal, the guy that runs the place, is a great guy and uh, love to support him. Also, we like to go post-dinner for a little chocolate holler. Oh. This is now a Salvador Sanchez uh, infomercial. I like it. Funny story about chocolate holler. Talk These uh, mugs that we have right here, uh, inspired by the mug I bought at uh, Cup of Commonwealth. And Yeah, I know. Dude, it's a great one. It is. Great one. And then for family spot, we, we love to take a little. So in Lexington, you've got, we are surrounded by the horsies. Yes. And the kids love the horsies. I love the horsies. I mean, come on. When I was a kid growing up in Illinois, we went on uh, car rides and looked for deer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, that's what you do in Illinois. It's cornfields. So they're like, where can, can you see a deer in the corn? Or right. like, <laughs> so anyway, now we started a little, little bit of it and very, small tradition of of kind of going out and horsey watching or going out and finding a little spot, pull oh. off outside of town and just watching the horses. That's nice. Kind of cool. All right. Very low key. Is there a good, watching. good road that you like for that? Yes. Okay. We, and do and share, do share. And so it's definitely old Frankfurt Pike. old Frankfurt bike. Gotta be Paris bikes. A great one too, but man, and you know, what's the reason for that is typically we're for a family night out. We're going to Wallace station. Ooh. So we're hitting a little horsey watching either on the way. That's, there. Right. Have you been to Wallace station once? That's another one. I just found out about it like last year. Fantastic. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And for our audience, my favorite part about Todd back is Uh-oh. that he's lived in Lexington his entire <laughs> life. And he's uncovering spots with me that he's never been to. So that makes, I feel like that makes me really, really happy. And, uh, one that I know that you just uncovered, Ooh. which is the, is the last one. And is again, not like a, uh, not out of this world or anything that, but you got to drive 45 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on where you live in Lexington, but you got to get out to Red River Gorge. Got to go for a hike on either a spring day or a fall day. 
and just take it in and just enjoy it. It's awesome. What do you say about Red River Gorge? The Gorge, okay, again, yeah, 36 years old, never been to the Gorge, went last year in the fall, and it's called it's called something. I forget what it was. We went at a certain time. You went on you went on Oxier Ridge. Yes, Oxier Ridge. Yes. And it was but it was at a certain time of the year. I don't know, but the leaves were just starting to to turn and it mm. was it was gorgeous. Like I've never oh. seen anything like that before. So I've definitely got the bug. I'm ready to go back. But again, it was awesome. So I, I tell anybody, go do it. You any I'm I'm not in great shape and I was able to to navigate the the <laughs> the ridge good the ridge. well and then as a and it's just beautiful man it really mm-hmm. is and it's like a I don't know it, it was a cool cool experience yeah. I, I loved it did you eat pizza at one said spot yes talk, yeah. talk about that that was another place I've heard about and I thought this place probably isn't very good. And we went there, and it was fantastic. And they have a basketball court behind there, and a campground. I mean, what what else do you need? Why don't we open one of these? I mean, come on, we it's, should. You got to go to Miguel's if you I mean, go to Red, if you go to the Gorge or Red River Gorge. You got to go to Miguel's, and uh, worth it. Worth it. You might stay in the line a while, and you need to know that when you're ordering. You you got to get the paper and pen in hand. You got to yep. have the order ready. Yep. When you get up there, it's like yep. it is a little nerve. Yeah, it's a n- little nerve wracking. And you just get more than you need and take some home. That's oh, yeah. all. That's always my my advice. Absolutely. Um, great spots. Great spots. Did that satisfy a little bit? I, yeah, that's perfect. I've got others, but that's that that'll do. That, that's perfect. That'll do. Perfect. Although, yeah, no, that's perfect. And then, all right. So next, we got your local spots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. Vacation time, okay. Mm. When you need a little downtime, what is what's your favorite spot right now? Like where where do you go? Where do you and the family go? We got uh, we've got a couple that we really love. Okay, uh, in Lexington, we're fortunate enough to have direct flights on a discount airline to some nice destinations. And uh, a couple that we have really liked recently, if you. Hop on a cheap flight and go somewhere. One, Sanibel Island, Sanibel and Captiva, Ooh. Florida. Okay. So you get into flying to Punta Gorda. Okay. Hop in a little car ride. And uh, I did. So I grew up going to Sanibel Island. My grandparents had a timeshare down there. And so it's kind of timeless for me. Ooh. And bring a little nostalgic. Uh, it's cool because it's it's underdeveloped because they have some restrictions that don't let them build these big old tall, you know, yeah. skyscrapers on the island and stuff. And if you drive through and go all the way through Sanibel to Captiva, it is it's special. Ooh. It's really special. So um, that's probably my number one. If I'm going to say let's let's go somewhere and just that, that is within reason and within budget, that's smart. Perfect. Uh, regionally, we love the Smokies. Ooh. We love going down there, uh, getting outdoors and uh, having a little time and and just getting a little rest. And uh, I need rest from work. Rachel needs a rest from the kids. Yeah, hey, so. Amen. And when the kids come, it's, it, I think they call that a trip. It's not a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's, uh, but it's good. And then, uh, and then my sister lives in, in, uh, out west. She lives in Corvallis, Oregon. So Ooh. when it's pretty cool when we go out there, we only get out there about once a year. But when we go, we try to do a day or two after the family visit to go to a, uh, go to a different spot. And so, we went a couple of times ago out to a place that I thought was a little slice of heaven out there. It was uh, very different looking, 
but it was like where the Goonies was filmed. Oh, it was awesome. It was, uh, we went to a place called Cannon Beach. Ooh. And there's a rock there that people would know, like out in the surf. It's called Haystack Rock. You, it's probably on your screen, safer on your computer that you never knew was there. Oh, Haystack. So, uh, but it, we just, you know, whenever you can, man, got it. You only live once. Yeah. I, yeah. I know the YOLO saying's like way out, oh, bro. Boy. But, but, oh, gosh. <laughs> did I age myself? Oh, boy. Ryan, but, Ryan. But, uh, it, you know, you really do. You got to get rest, man. Yeah. That's the one thing in this business. Like, especially you just, you got to make time for it. You got to have good people in your corner. That's one thing that I love about working here. Um, just side note, this is just side note, but we never have trouble. If you need a weekend, three day weekend, if you need a, if you're taking a trip, like somebody's going to back you up yep. and they're going to help you out and you're going to, uh, have the help you need and your clients aren't going to feel like they're underserved. That's always my biggest fear. Yep. I'm like, if I go on vacation, then what's going to, you know, right. the perfect house will come on. Right. Right. So. I know. And it, it is like rest is such a, an important, I guess it's like, like recharging, you know, and there's always that point at the end of the year, like it never fails. And I I bring it up when we talk all the time at Mm -hmm. the end, just November, December, every November for 13 years I've been in business. I always (laughs) say this is the last year and you just have to embrace the, uh, you know, some of the downtime and, and that's a great time to recharge, spend time with family and, and kind of collect your thoughts and just, uh, you know, get ready for what's ahead because, you know, the last two, three years in central Kentucky have been, you know, record breaking mm-hmm. years and it's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, life isn't slowing down. Technology's not slowing down and it's, it's, it's go. It's so, go, uh, man. yeah. Yeah. And you got to be disciplined enough when you do that to, to say, hey man, I'm gonna actually legitimately turn my phone off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's that's and and that's not a popular opinion, but yeah. you got to do it. Yeah, like mentally, you you could be kept out. I hate th- the thought of anybody getting burnt out on this business just because they weren't getting the amount of rest that was needed. Yeah, you know? so. and it's and it's okay. Like it's yeah. that's you have to give yourself permission to say, all right, like I'm putting my. And the thing is, on your phone, you you yeah, swipe up. And you hit the plane button and you just, uh, it's amazing. Like oh. it, a little detox, you know, Ooh. like it's just, it's part of it. So did you see that joke on Facebook that was running around for a little while that was said, you know, folks always say like, man, it's probably great to be a realtor. And then they said, what's it like? And they said, well, let me text you every 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> until you start getting into tears. And then, we'll but you know, it's, they just know it. We love our clientele. Forgive me for that. We, you can text me anytime. Yes. Between eight and eight. Especially Ryan. Yeah. Text but him anytime. Preferably eight and six. So, all right, man. So people just got to know a little bit more about, uh, about Ryan Hilliard. So what's something that people don't know about you? Mm. What's, is there anything that you like people like that'd be surprised if I was like, Oh wow, man, that's a, that's a really good question. And I really like it. Um, well, you know, for as much as of a foodie as I am, I love Taco Bell. Oh, that's, that's, that's easy. This that's easy. Just made my heart smile, <laughs> man. That's wonderful. So as we'll much go as, there sometime together, we, please. If we can get a cheesy gordita crunch at Taco Bell, you're my favorite man bait okay. of all time. All right, man. We um, can we can do that. We can nah, do that, I, man. I tell you what. I mean, there's. I'm a pretty open book, so I tell people to ask me anything they want, and um, I, I I'd say. You know, I'm a small town guy from Illinois. I grew up in a town of 3,500 people. My graduating high school class was 
90 kids. Wow. And so, um, when I think about, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really a nobody. I'm just a little dude here doing this real estate thing and kind of, and really enjoying it, enjoying what I do. But the, uh, I think, um, it's just fun. Lexington is the perfect size city, uh, for myself and my family. And I think that, uh, we, we really love it. I know that everyone that comes and visits us here loves it. And we, I, I think one of my favorite things to do is just when folks come to visit and they come to Lexington to be like their tour guide. I always, That's just, awesome. I like to play tour guide. That's awesome. The other thing that you can just, well, I'll finish on, but I always wanted to be an NBA announcer. Oh, Todd back for three. <laughs> <laughs> I still want I still wanted to. That uh, was good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Go, but now I'm done. Okay, okay. we'll get the bull, we'll get I the did. Bulls background and the uh, yeah, we'll get a little little intro music. Oh my gosh, if you well, that. okay. And so then here here's something I'd like to throw out there mm-hmm. at you um, as we wrap up here, and that is that you know secretly what I'm doing with this too is I'm I'm sending this off to the uh, producers at a, a a small show on HGTV, and they're actually getting their their own show soon. Uh, fixer upper because I've I've heard around Lexington that people call you the Chip Gaines of Lexington, Kentucky, and I've listened to Chip's autobiography on on Audible, and I love the guy, and I see I see and hear a very strong resemblance of because everybody everybody loves you, you treat everybody right. I've never seen. Uh, haven't really seen Ryan in a bad mood ever, and he is always full of energy. And so, what do you think about that that comparison? And, and like, can we call you Chip, or like, what what should we what should we do? First of all, it's entirely unwarranted. And it's, <laughs> but here's what I tell people about that: they do. I've heard that once or twice, and and I love Chip Gaines. I love Chip Gaines, and. uh Joanna too. And oh, yeah. I, what I like to tell people is that if with that comparison, like I can tear down a wall, but boy, I can't rebuild it. <laughs> I can't rebuild it. So that's what, if there was any uh, likeness there, then I don't know, but it's very flattering. I, I think Chip is awesome. I think they are doing a really fun thing. I don't know how they do what they do with young kids and a family. And, but what a cool dude. Creating an empire. Pretty, I think I think you guys could have your own your own show. That's Just cool, get Rachel on board, and we'll uh, it'll be perfect. Have you heard what that Uh-oh. people say about Todd Back? That you no, no, I haven't. That'll be <laughs> on the next podcast. <laughs> Let's just say you're Gary V without the cuss words. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, Ryan, as we as we wrap it up here, man, the the big the big question that we're always going to end in these podcasts on are you know. What is your your why for being a realtor? Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, they, they see this business and, and, you know, there's all these shows on TV now. And, and you always have to remind the, um, you know, the public or clients. And also, you know, you know, I talk to our agents about this all the time mm-hmm. is that that's a show. Like it is meant mm-hmm. to have people be entertained oh, yeah. and have people watch. And like, yeah. that's what it is. Like, that's not real. And so some people see that they see the fancy cars and the big houses and the suits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes realtor, they get a bad rap because mm-hmm. it, it just seems yeah. a little different, but Plus. you know, yeah. And, and I think, you know, reality is, is that, you know, I think 
I don't have the numbers, but the, you know, the average income of a, a real estate agent, it, it's not, um, I mean, I think it's around thirty-five, forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mm-hmm. like we're all making a half million dollars. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, what's, what's your why for, for doing what you do? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, yeah. why, why is the reason you are a real estate agent? Why do you love it so much? Like, why are you so good at it? Like, cause it has to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so what is it? Man, that, uh, well, I, I think a couple of things, I think you're right. One, one thing that it always bothered me was that, that real estate agents do get a bad rap. You know, they, so my idea was when I got into business was I want to redeem the real estate industry. I want to redeem it. Like I want to bring back the good thought about what a real estate agent does and how it can service people. He or she can service people and how they can actually serve their clientele. Um, I mean, you know this about me. I've, I'm a faithful dude, and a lot of that drives what I do. I, I definitely uh, am not as disciplined as I want to be, but I want to be getting up in the morning, having some quiet time, and uh, and and then going out and really, really like giving people my all and and really serving them and uh, looking at at something you mentioned earlier, something bigger than myself, and that just means uh, you know, folks can get awfully worked up in real estate mm-hmm. purchases, mm-hmm. which happens. I think yep. there's some stat about like weddings and moving and something else are like the top stressors. Yep. But I'd agree with that. We just, yeah, we, I think I just really want to help people. And that is the cheesiest dang answer I can give you, but I want to serve them and I want them to be when they're on our like relationship, quote unquote ends for that season of life. The hope is always that we'll work together again one day. Like we're going to, we're going to work together again when, in 10 years, you need to go sell this house because you're doing whatever you're doing. My my hope is that the biggest honor is that they call you back and that you've done it. And that means it's like, all right, man, job well done. You've, you've done it, and now they're coming back to you. Maybe, again, a little more bald, but who knows. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all that to say, I, yeah, just seeing it as a service. I know that things are changing fast in our business, and um, you know, technology drives a lot of different things like that, but it's still a a person to person interpersonal business and it's a real life decision. And it is something that, um, I think we can play a vital role in. And we, you know, I, I joke with people like, Hey man, you're not going to you know, do your own dental work. And I'm not saying that what we do is dental work, mm-hmm. but we do this every day. And for folks that we're asking for their trust, we're asking for them to trust us on what we advise them on. And then, um, with a lot of times let the numbers in terms of, what works out for them speak for themselves, but we just ask them to trust us. And I, I love that part of it. It's a people business. Yep. That's what I love, man. It's just people. And, uh, we're just helping with their, their biggest investment never make. So you can't take that lightly. Dude, perfect. Well said. He's Ryan Hilliard. I'm Todd. But now if people want to get you, how, like what's your Instagram handle? What do you, Oh, the Insty. Yeah. What oh, we Insta. got on there? Yeah. Is it Insta? Yeah. You can get me at Hilliard. Ryan oh. at Hilliard Ryan. It's H I L L I A R D. Oh, not boy. Hilliard Ryan. No, no. Hilliard Ryan. And, and then, um, you can definitely, uh, don't do much on the old Twitter anymore, but if, if you need a phone number, it's, it's eight, five, nine, four, six, nine, one, zero, seven, four. And, uh, Thanks for having me, man. Well, this has been great. What I really, treat. I really want to thank you for, uh, for stepping up when, uh, called upon to be guest number one on the podcast. Uh, I know in, in the community, in the real estate community, um, man, everybody really respects you. And, uh, I'm grateful that you, uh, you're part of our, 
of our brokerage family here. And this has been awesome. So I'm going to uh, link everything up uh, for Ryan in the comments. You can check him out there. Um, every week we are going to be featuring a, another agent of the brokerage on this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere podcasts can be found. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, at the brokerage KY, and you'll see us. Any final words, are sir? We, are we going to like take over Joe Rogan for like <laughs> the best, one of the best <laughs> podcasts out there? Probably not, but I, I'm thankful for you, bro, putting this together. So nice job. This is, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, man. Love working here at the brokerage. This is it. This is All it, right. Bro. Signing off. Much love. Todd back. Ryan Hilliard. See ya. Let's go. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Yeah.